This is another edition of Livestream. My name is Jürgen Steinmetz in Honolulu, Hawaii. Today we're going to Nigeria. We're going to Africa to attend the second ministerial roundtable organized by the African Tourism Board and moderated by Dr. Taleb Rifai, who was also the Secretary General for the United Nations World Tourism Organization for seven years, and it's now patron of the organization leading the Project HOPE initiative. Speaker today is the Honorable Minister of Information and Culture in Nigeria. His portfolio also includes tourism, uh, His Excellency Al-Hayi Lai Mohammed. Nigeria, of course, is one of the economic powerhouses in Africa, and the minister is realizing that tourism is only a small part of the overall income or currency earner for Nigeria. However, he outlines the importance of the business, specifically together with the fashion industry, the music industry, and the interconnectivity with the rest of Africa and the world. Please listen to the minister and questions by Dr. Rifai and another short summary by Minister Mohammed. I have three issues to discuss with you. You could always start by asking questions to either Afro Champions or WHO or Boeing, or you could go directly into the issues that we are discussing now, which is basically how can global organizations help you towards your country for recovery. That's number one. You know, I have a theory about this. I think that this pandemic has brought down all international organizations. Each country is acting on its own somehow. Much of the international organizations have lost their best. The EU now is struggling. Even the UN is struggling. The EU is struggling. The Arab League is struggling. So we're down to basics now. Each country is working on its own bilateral. But can we still do something as international organizations or not? That's my first question. My second question is, what are your challenges according to you? If you want to name three of them, could you please try to do them down? My third question is, if you could achieve one thing while you're in office, what would it be? What one, which one out of the three is that? Thank you so much. Let me start with Minister so much, Minister. Now we go to another proud minister, Mr. Mohammed from Nigeria. <laughs> I know you very well. Mr. Mohammed is one of the best ministers I have worked with. I'm sorry to say this in front of everybody else. He's a very good man, very patriotic, very Nigerian and very African. Minister, if I would ask you about your three challenges, what would you say? Thank you very much, Dr. Rifai, for those very kind words. I mean them, you know that. Yes, I must apologize that I came rather late. Uh, every Wednesday, the Federal Executive Council meets, and uh, as the Minister of Information and Culture, I must state the aim to coordinate the press briefing agenda of the Federal Executive Council meeting. That's why I couldn't attend earlier. So uh, we'll make sure we'll not make it next Wednesday. Any time on Wednesday from now on. Yes, thank you very much. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, um, Dr. Rufai. Um, what are the challenges we're facing uh, in terms, I mean, by in tourism, especially uh, as a result of the pandemic? 
Uh, Dr. Rifai, as you know, uh, though tourism contributes only about 2% to the GDP of the country, but that 2% is huge in terms of employment in particular, and in terms of even you know, numbers. Uh, unlike uh, the traditional uh, tourism countries, we are not too strong in the area of you know, destination tourism in terms of you know, lakes, in terms of uh, leisure park. But when you look at our creative industry as a whole, especially you look at our hospitality industry, you look at our music, you look at our film, you look at our uh, fashion, you look at our you know beauty and air care industry, all these actually uh, things that we promote, and this is why tourists do come to Nigeria. Regrettably, the the, uh, the 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 most hit sector of this in, of, 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 of the economy happens to be the creative industry because of social distancing, because of inability to travel, because people can't when uh, 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 you can have concerts, cinema houses are not yet to reopen, uh, and uh, so we, we feel the impact of this. Um, pandemic very severely in the tourism industry. But I'd rather talk more about the creative industry as a whole. Um, yes, it's true we have, been, we have succeeded in um, um, opening our domestic um, air service. And uh, on the 5th of this month, which is exactly in three days' time, we'll be opening the international uh, flights to Nigeria. But as has been rightly put by my colleague in the in, in, in Tanzania, um, opening our own air to open our space to international uh, you know, uh, flights would not on its own be sufficient because the entire world is so interrelated that the protocol that is being implemented in any other part of the country, any other part of the world, is bound to affect uh, the inflow and outflow of um, uh, tourists. So it's not enough that um, we, are, we have opened our air space to international flights. The, the, the challenge we face now is that even by our own uh, protocol here, even those who are coming into the country, they have to subject themselves to some very strict and stringent um, uh, protocol. For instance, uh, what we have put in place, unfortunately, I'm also a member of the presidential task force on COVID-19, is that any visitor into Nigeria must first test negative before he comes in. In addition, the visitor, whether Nigerian or you or tourist, must apply online and pay online for another COVID test, which he must take 
uh, on the 8th or 14th day on arrival in Nigeria, which means that um, the tourist or the visitor comes in and he has to stay for about seven days in self-isolation before he can proceed to do anything. Uh, this is a very, very big um, encouragement to business. Discouraging. Yeah, very discouraging, sir. A big impediment to tourism. It's, 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 quite, uh, it's quite worrisome. But again, the thing about COVID-19 is not just about you know, protecting us, but we also have to protect and be responsible to other people. We're looking at the best method to cut down the protocol at the same time as not to endanger lives. Uh, the, 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 I think the, the real uh, tragedy of this pandemic is that it has put every country on a very in a very tight position. You have to balance lives with livelihood, and they're both very important. Another challenge which we are facing in Nigeria in particular is that um, since there is no known vaccine today, the only approach to contain this pandemic is what we call the non-pharmaceutical intervention, which is largely advocacy, you know, community mobilization. Uh, at, uh, we, 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 we believe that the community is not responding and is not collaborating well enough with government. Uh, at the beginning, it, the COVID-19 was imported into Nigeria, and the federal government took immediate measures to put very strict and stricter measures at our airports to try and um, stop the, you know, the, the importation. Uh, but unfortunately, because of the lack of cooperation, it became a community spread, and that is, to me, probably the most um, uh, difficult uh, you know, uh, uh, part of the pandemic to handle uh, because the community spread, tracking becomes very, very uh, difficult. But uh, we, continue, we still continue with our social uh, you know, engagement, mobilization. And what we are doing now is to actually find champions in faith leaders, in political leaders, national leaders, uh, the, the, youth, the, the, the trade unions, uh, the labor organization, the students. But, uh, as long as we all can you know, contain the spread of the pandemic and prevent our hospital, you know, our healthcare system from being uh, overwhelmed, I will be able to contain the spread and uh, very soon be able to open the entire economy. Uh, but uh, having said that, the federal government also took certain decisions to uh, 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 try and um, uh, limit the impact of the pandemic, especially on, the, on our industry. Uh, on the, I would say on the economy, uh, you know, entirely, but more on, the, on, on our industry. Because when we did the baseline, the first thing I did was to set up a committee to look into the impact 
of this COVID-19 on the entire credit industry, especially, you know, uh, the, the tourism industry. And that's when I began to realize the huge contribution of this, you know, industry to the economy. Because, for instance, the hospitality and tourism industry in Nigeria employs about 4 million people and have a revenue of close to 1.2 trillion naira. And uh, it's been very badly affected. So one of the things the federal government did was to see how they could, uh, we could talk to banks, to uh, the central bank, to provide uh, certain palliatives to this industry. Uh, and in particular, we've been advising the hospital industry not to retrench staff, to retain staff, because we believe this was a passing uh, phase. And uh, with the resilience of this industry, we know that we need to overcome, uh, you know, uh, the temporary setback. Uh, I think another challenge um, that the industry, that the tourism industry is facing is in the fact that um, our tourism industry is, it, it relies heavily on the creative and largely our musicians and our filmmakers. Uh, in the last three, four months, they've not been able to hold concerts, neither have they been able to go out to hold concerts in Nigeria. Uh, film production has also been on the, on the decline, so it's also distribution. And it's only, we hope that the next one week or so, we'll be able to open our cinemas because the, the cinema. Uh, employers association and this certain protocol that will help us uh, that will be able to contain the uh, the, the, the pandemic. So uh, by and large, uh, the entire the the, 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 the the pandemic has been very severe and very harsh on the tourism industry in general. But the government is uh, uh, reaching out through the central bank, through palliatives, through intervention to cushion the effect of the uh, of the pandemic. And recently, I just set, I just set up an implementation committee to look into the uh, findings and see how government can actually intervene, probably in the area of um, guaranteeing the salaries of uh, certain uh, basic workers in the industry. But the government very, very much appreciates the fact that uh, the industry is, is one of the most uh, severely uh, impacted because even the government admits that after agriculture, that industry employs the largest number of people. Thank you very much, sir. Thank you so much, Minister. Thanks from South Africa. Before we do that, may I just present something, Ms. Balan, so that you would also help you make your intervention as comprehensive as possible. Minister from Tanzania, Minister so, from uh, Nigeria. I, I'm afraid some you. Yes. Fine. I don't know whether yes. it would be just for my yes. colleagues to know exactly what we specific things we've done in the area of our financing. Um, yes. Because what we did was that uh, we we unlocked available funds in special this program special accounts to create about five hundred billion naira intervention fund, and uh, the government also amended the Finance Act, to, and it passed the Finance Act of 2020 in support of the uh, micro, small, and medium enterprise because they are the 
you know, you see, these are the people that are most hit in the by the pandemic. People who depend on daily takings for their survival, and the government also, uh, you know, did what we call the tax resolution and settlement set up a tax resolution and settlement unit, and we extended deadlines and suspended penalties for filing tax returns. Uh, the, the government also, in particular, supported strategic industries affected by the pandemic, especially the aviation, the hospitality, and the road transport sectors, by providing, uh, you know, grants. Which are, how, access, how accessible were these grants and loans? How easy was it to? Well, what we did was that the, the, the government set up uh, what is called the economic sustainability plan. And in that plan, each minister was interviewed and asked what did, did he think that was going to help you know, the industry. And then let me give an example with the uh, transport, for instance. Uh, in the transport uh, section, we made these grants so that uh, these grants will make it available for the transport owners to access you know, banks at a very small you know, uh, interest rate to procure and provide and to procure you know, vehicles. Because we still depend very largely on the uh, on, on road transportation, especially for domestic um, uh, movement. Now, we, 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 the aviation industry, if I'm correct, is giving a lump sum to bail out and uh, support most of the uh, uh, some of the um, uh, industry operators who have especially the local airlines who have had to pack their you know planes for a long time and who might find it difficult to undergo C checks or D checks as the case may be. And I believe the, the, the central bank and the various uh, ministry are working out, uh, you know, this uh, uh, this this, this uh, um, uh, plan. In my own ministry, for instance, as you know, it also combines, you know, information and broadcasting. Now we realize that broadcast, you see, for us, the DSO, digital switchover, is a very very important part of tourism. And we realize that the first thing we did. To help the broadcasters, was to waive two months, you know, uh, 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 fees that they ought to pay to the broadcasting commission. But one found that out that the, the, the one found that that the pandemic was not, you know, going immediately. We did what we call a debt forgiveness. We forgave every broadcaster sixty percent of their of their debts, where they are able to pay within uh, a limited period, and also slash the renewal fees by 30%. Because for us, you see, we did this because in, in Nigeria, the broadcast industry contributes heavily through music and through the, the, the film films to the to our, to our tourism uh, sector. So we, these are some of the things that uh, the government has done. And then we also targeted tariff reduction and trade finance facilities to support strategic, you know, uh, you know, in, uh, uh, areas. So I believe that um, the government is quite aware that unless there's um, uh, 
there's this intervention in, in, in the key sectors. It might it will lead to a lot of redundancy, unemployment, and that will also lead to social unrest, which could lead to political instability. Thank you very much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. This was another edition of Livestream.Travel. We hope to see you next time. Signing off from Honolulu, Hawaii. My name is Jürgen Steinmetz.